to my Everybody, it's your local man of horror, Troy Ryan, and welcome to my horror podcast where I talk all things scary. Um, I did an episode last week, episode eight, but I wanted to do a part two because um, I originally planned on doing a pick your horror set, um, specifically an eighties version for last week last week's episode, but it kind of went a little long. <laughs> um, me and Maria had a lot to talk about. In relation to, you know, again, 80s horror and just me choosing Hellraiser as the movie for her to watch and her being terrified of that movie. So, <laughs> um, with that, I wanted to do a quick episode to um, do the pick your horror and then I actually want to share my review and rating of the movie The Menu because it's on everybody's lips, everybody's talking about it. I got, you know, referred to watch it about 10 times in the past like four days so <laughs> i decided to watch it yesterday and i'll give you guys my review and rating is that you randy Cute. and what movie is this from i spit on your garage i'll do the review first um just because i'm pretty sure some people are actually here for that so <laughs> um the menu i I have to say it's it's definitely not the the best but it's far from the worst right um i gave it two stars it's a very it's it's a smart movie you know it's it's elevated horror so the idea of i think with this one is a bit of consumerism elitism um and just you know how those things can or I guess the the drawbacks of those personalities and things like that. But um, I think the biggest issue with this is that it's kind of a sleeper. You know, it takes too long to build in some areas. Like, we know why they're there. You know, it's in the fucking trailer. So it's like, like, like for it to take so long to get to that point, our realization, like, it, it has little mini moments. Like, I feel like one of the things they should have done is maybe had a kill happen before. Like, you know in the background like i'm uh, not uh, not the background maybe but like something like i don't know it was just, it, it was terrible pacing it was this really bad pacing for this movie um but like i said it's smart so i think the issue was just that maybe it was overthought right like there's the dishes right where like and I guess it's a part of the 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 story itself, but they're like certain dishes that are just like fucking weird, and nobody questions them. But Anya Taylor Joy's character, which side note, I fucking love Anya Taylor Joy. Anything she's in, just magnificent. She's just really gorgeous to look at. Like, um. She's an amazing actress, and, like, she's the only one who's really just looking at all this shit, like, what the fuck is going on, you know? And it's just, it's, like, our, our, I guess she's supposed to be our view into this world, because she's technically not supposed to be there, and 
I don't know, man. It's 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 <laughs> it's so hard to describe this movie because again, I don't want to say it's bad, right? It's not not the worst. And there's little things that they could have done to make it better. Like I said, you know, with the pacing, they could have added, you know, um, a, a waiter or waitress death in the background or something. Um, or had maybe changed the location. Like, you know, it's some, something, something was too dull in that middle part. The best part about it that I liked is there was like this waitress who's just like a bitch, but like funny and, and like i don't know she's she's really good um there's a part where like they're asking for bread because they get served and side note this is what the fuck i mean about the weird dishes but it's a part of the story i guess but like they were served breadless dishes so like a plate of sauce <laughs> and it was like i mean it was like eight different sauces you know so there's that right but like it's a fucking plate of sauce um and so anyway there's like this table of like these pretentious dudes who are just like hey give us some fucking bread like we'll pay you bitch like give us bread i'm just really adamant about getting this bread and she's just like no just the most calmest no and then she finally leans down to the one guy just like you will eat more than you deserve and less than you desire or I, I think that's probably what she said. But either way, it was just, it was done really creepily. Like, they had good elements in this movie. Like, I think she was a really good element. They just, uh, it's, again, not the most watchable. So, with that, I'll say my two stars are one, kill creativity. There were some interesting kills in this one. Are, I guess, not necessarily kill. Uh, yeah, I mean, kills, right? Very, yeah, yeah, they're kills, because the biggest, like, the issue is that, too, like, now that I'm thinking about it, that there weren't really many kills. There's a lot of deaths, but not a lot of kills, because there's, I don't, I don't, I don't want to go deeper into that, because I feel like that'll tell, that'll spoil the movie, but, yeah. <laughs> um, And then the other star is for story creativity. It is, again, you know, like I said, a smart movie. It's very creative. Um, I like the, the feel or the angle that it was going for of like Hell's Kitchen and Silence of the Lambs. Like it was like this silent killer thing. Like I think maybe the killer's motive might be what didn't work for me. Like it, it I don't know. Like I really don't know. I don't know what to say. Cause like every time I think about it again, I'm like, damn, this was a good thought, but the execution <laughs> was just lacking somehow. So. I don't know. I'll say definitely give it a watch if you're looking for something new to watch. Um, if you just kind of want to give your own thoughts and opinions, you know, you might actually like it. I know sometimes not everyone has the same opinion. So definitely give it a watch if you think a two star movie is worth it. <laughs> but if not, I totally understand. Um, yeah, that's the video. Better live her alone. <laughs> never alone. <laughs> oh, liver, liver, live. It was a joke. All right, all right. So now I want to go ahead and get into the pick your horror for this week. Um, again, I wanted to do an 80s edition because this was like my 80s episode. Um, and so with this. Round one, we are going to go 
Freddy versus Jason. No one's been done before. Two horror 80s icons. And yeah, I had to pick. And I feel like because technically he already won, I'm going to pick Jason. But I mean, did he win? Because again, Freddy winked at the end. And the, the idea is that ultimately Freddy exists in like some hell dream dimension. So as long as you're asleep, he can get you, I guess. So, but either way, round one, I pick Jason. So with that, we go into round two. And what I wanted to do with this one is I wanted to pick the two, the two power girls, right? Uh, we got Tina Shepard from Friday the 13th, seven, the new beginning, which was the character who had the telekinesis. And then her versus Alice Johnson from Nightmare on Elm Street Four, the dream master. And if you remember her, she had the ability to essentially control dreams as well. Um, she was a daydreamer before, and then she, you know, learned how to use her dreams and again are basically against Freddy essentially. So, um, but with that, I, I don't know. So like, I think like Alice is kind of like Freddy. You know, as long as you're asleep. She can get you or she can use her powers. But outside of that, it's like, it's over. So I feel like Tina would win, especially having telekinesis um, in almost like every movie or book or whatever. Any medium that reflects telekinesis shows it can have different levels depending on, you know, emotion. So if Tina's just pissed off, it's over for Alice's ass. So round two goes to Alice. Um, Round three, we have... Yvonne Miller from Nightmare on Elm Street's The Dream Child, which was like the uh, swimmer girl, and then Jenny Field from Friday the 13th Part 2. Um, she was the blonde chick who had like the um, like the rake. I want to say it was like the rake scene when she tries to kill him with the rake. But um, with this one, I feel like Jenny would win because Yvonne actually irritated the shit out of me and um, the Dream Child. The Dream Child was not the best movie in general, right? But Yvonne was just like on this whole, and I, and I I always hate characters who just refuse to believe what's going on, right? Like she was on this whole, this isn't real. You guys are just depressed. They're going through trauma, blah 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 shit. And it's like, no, bitch, this shit is actually happening. So I feel like she would, like Jason would come and she would like stand there, like, oh no, this isn't real. This is stupid, guys. Like. Well, fuck you, okay? It's it's happening. <laughs> um, so for that, round three goes to Jenny Field. And then round four, um, I have Kirsten Parker from Nightmare on Elm Street, Dream Warriors. And if you remember her, she was the character who had the ability to bring people in to their into her dreams. So, you know, she brought Nancy and, you know, the whole Dream Warriors group into her dreams so that they could fight freddy and i put her versus alice hardy from friday the 13th and alice is you know the first final girl the the survivor of um you know friday the 13th of mrs Voorhees's massacre and i don't know i feel like you know she's she has survived a a real life massacre but even still Kristen has some type of some type of ability, so 
Kirsten wins that one. <laughs> so that gives us round five, which is Jason versus my final girl team of Tina, Jenny, and Kirsten. Um, and I feel like next round six, Kirsten is going to be out first. She was so fucking annoying. Like, <laughs> Patricia Arquette and that piercing ass fucking scream that she does. <laughs> insane. It's insane. Like, I, I, I remember watching it recently and just being so annoyed with the amount of screaming that she does. There's like a part where they're pulling her away. She's like, you're coming out! It's like, I don't, I don't, I can't even do it, but it's just like <laughs> a wild ass scream. And it's like, oh my God, the pitch, like she had to have broken glass in that fucking movie or on that set. Um, but because of that, I feel like she would stand there screaming and Jason is going to do a classic fucking Jason kill and chop her head off in the middle of it. So yeah, cursing you out of there, baby. Um, Round seven, that brings us to Jason versus Tina and Jenny. And I feel like Jenny will be next. Um, again, Tina has telekinesis. She has powers. Jenny, unfortunately, didn't survive Jason already. And, you know, Friday the 13th, too. So she's clearly not going to survive him here. <laughs> and that leads us to the final round of Jason versus Tina. And this technically happened already, but then, you know, obviously Jason survived technically, so, huh, right? I do feel like Tina could kill Jason, though, like, officially, like, if she, if she honed her telekinesis better, because it did seem like in her movie that it was something she was still kind of learning, so if she honed that a little bit better, um, she could... You know, I don't know, telekinetically toss his fucking ass at, like, a plane or something. A plane engine jet or I, I don't fucking know. Something, something that can kill him. <laughs> um, so with that, I actually feel like Tina would be the ultimate final girl in this situation. Huh. Yeah, I think that works. Um, I'll say maybe do it yourself. Would you come up with the same solutions? Do you think it would be... Jason as the killer, and would Tina, Jenny, and Kirsten be your final girl team, or would it be different? I'm getting another beer. You want one? Yeah, sure. I'll be right back. Oh! All right, y'all. Thanks so much for listening to my mini episode. Again, I definitely had to do the Pick Your Horror 80s edition for you guys, and I definitely had to review the menu, so... I appreciate you guys again so much for listening. Check out my poetry book, The Boy Who Stood in the Rain, on Amazon and Kindle. And again, follow the Instagram, manofhorror underscore podcast. And until next week, stay spooky, folks. Peace. Eyes, eyes, eyes.